0: This is The Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice.
1: A state lawmaker is disputing claims about the Numeracy Act that is coming out of the Alabama Senate. State Representative Terry Collins insists that Common Core math is not being used in teaching the math to either students or the teachers. The bill was modeled after the Literacy Act and was done in order to bolster the math testing scores here in Alabama. Collins spoke on Capitol Hill Journal about the language in SB 171. Collins is also sponsoring that bill in the Alabama House.
2: You know, the sad part about that is that Senator Orr meant to address that issue with the bill. He includes at the very beginning and at the very end. And he tries to codify what the state board did back, I think it was 2013, in saying that we cannot teach Common Core. And he tries to codify that in the bill. And so it's not trying to bring it in. It's actually trying to codify that we cannot teach Common Core. But um, there are people that continue to talk about it every single year and um but we have math teachers that came up with our standards they are aligned to nape they are aligned to high quality standards i think that um, we are doing all that we can do and um that you just can't make everyone happy sometimes
1: Becky Gerritsen, the executive director of the Eagle Forum of Alabama, along with gubernatorial candidate Tim James, have both called for the numeracy act to be killed in the legislative session. They say it will only continue the Common Core math standards with only a changed name attached. Speaking of schools, a jury is currently deliberating over a case in Limestone County that involves a public school educator defrauding the state and federal government. Rick Carter is charged with conspiracy, wire fraud, and identity theft. Carter worked in the Athens City Schools in the Technology Department. Carter and six other employees have been charged for getting money from the state of Alabama for students that they said were enrolled in a virtual academy. The names that they used were obtained from a list of private school students here in the state who were not attending the virtual academy. Prosecutors say that seven people were able to get $6.9 million from this scam. Four other men involved with Carter have already pleaded guilty and await sentencing. And the stories on schools keep coming. This time in Mobile, a school teacher has been arrested for an inappropriate relationship with a student. 26-year-old Patricia Evans is employed at Theodore High School. She's accused of having a relationship with a 17-year-old male student. The allegations against Evans were received by investigators on Tuesday of this week from the school administration. An investigation was then started by police and resulted in charges against Evans of engaging in a sex act with a student under the age of 19. Evans has also been placed on administrative leave. This was Evans' first year teaching in that district. Alabamians who have tangled with the police trap in Brookside have now filed a civil lawsuit against the town council, the former police chief. 20 police officers, and a towing company. The documents were filed in court earlier this week. In the lawsuit, the plaintiffs say that their freedoms were infringed upon by police detaining them with these traffic stops and even taking them into the police station to pay excessive fines. The plaintiffs say they were intimidated and bullied by the police and are seeking punitive damages through this lawsuit. The DeKalb County Narcotics Unit made a pretty big bust following a search warrant at a Fort Payne residence 191 mature marijuana plants were seized, along with a sizable amount of meth, a half a pound. Stanley Bruce and Gary Plunkett are facing charges and are under arrest with a $124,000 bond. Well, spring is coming, and here's a chance to get out and get crafty. There are two arts and crafts festivals happening this weekend at the two ends of the state. One is going to be in Fairhope, the other in Huntsville. Both will start on Friday and run through Sunday. Fair Hope's Art and Craft Festival will be outside and in the downtown area in Huntsville. It will be held at the Von Braun Center. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi continues to vocally express her support of Ukraine when it comes to the whole conflict that's happening over there between Russia. Pelosi did so on St. Patrick's Day at a congressional luncheon where she read a poem written by Bono, the singer.
3: And Most of us, we're always, whether we're in Ireland or here, whatever it is, Bono has been a very Irish part of our lives. And he said this, he said, Oh, St. Patrick, he drove out the snakes with his prayers, but that's not all it, t- that's not all it takes where the smoke symbolizes an evil that arises and hides in your heart as it breaks. And the evil from risen from, from friends, from the darkness that lives in some men, but in sorrow and fear, that's when saints can appear to drive out those old snakes once again. And they struggle for us to be free from the psycho in this human family, Ireland's sorrow and pain is now the Ukraine and Saint Patrick's name is now Zelensky. <laughs>
1: Offering a different opinion is longtime journalist and freelance war correspondent Laura Logan.
2: We in the media in the Western media and in the West won't acknowledge the reality of what's gone on. Western Ukraine backed the Nazis. It was a headquarters for the Nazi SS. The CIA under Alan Dulles actually gave immunity from prosecution to the Nazis of Ukraine Hmm. from the Nuremberg trials. So there is a long history of the United States and our intelligence agencies funding and arming Nazis in Ukraine. These are not like neo-Nazi groups that sprung up. These are the actual Nazis from the second world war who if you go back to the nuremberg trials said that they were planning for a thousand year Reich and so you have to really wonder as you look at this when you know that the cia sponsored the color revolution in ukraine in 2013 and 14 that they selected ukraine's leaders go to the um, go to victoria newland's leaked phone conversation where she and the us ambassador are deciding who can lead ukraine I mean, there's just as much right. interference here as you could possibly imagine. Hunter Biden, Nancy Pelosi, John Kerry, mm-hmm. and Mitt Romney, and all of their children who are employed, who earn millions, from Ukrainian you are gas pointing. companies.
1: Logan made those statements on Real America's Voice. The Polk County Sheriff's Office in Florida had a very successful sting operation. Undercover police officers were able to take down 100 suspects involved in human trafficking. Sheriff Grady Judge called it Operation March Sadness, and he held a press conference, which he likes to do, to put a finer point on all the different criminals that they were able to snag in these sting operations. The majority of these men were soliciting prostitutes while there were some predators seeking underage victims. Four of the men arrested are employed at Disney, and one man arrested is a judge from another state. And then there's Shahab Malav. He's 27. He's a software developer for Disney. He's worried because he's here on a work visa visa from India. He thought he was coming to have sex with two ladies, surprise, once again, undercover detectives. Then there's Ralph Leese, he's 45, he lives in Winter Garden. He's an IT employee for Disney. He's been there about four years, and he's married. So I'm sure Disney's not pleased. I bet his wife's not pleased. But we're pleased that we arrested him. And when it comes to child sexual exploitation, one Missouri Senator, Josh Hawley, is sounding the alarm about President Joe Biden's nominee for the U.S. Supreme Court. Hawley says that Kandaji Brown-Jackson has a record of being lenient to child sex offenders. Hawley posted his concerns on Twitter, saying that Judge Jackson has a pattern of letting child porn offenders off the hook for their appalling crimes, both as a judge and as a policymaker. Hawley's statements come after he looked into Jackson's legal record. The Missouri senator says in every single child porn case, Judge Jackson chose to deviate from the federal sentencing guidelines in favor of the child porn offenders. He even cited a particular case where a criminal was in possession of thousands of images of child pornography and wanted to travel to another state to abuse a nine-year-old when the law caught up with him. Jackson sentenced that criminal to 57 months in prison. Federal guidelines start at a minimum of 92 to 121 months. Hawley says that Jackson's judgment goes beyond just soft on crime and into the realm of child endangerment. Well, this weekend, there is an NCAA championship swim competition for women that gets underway at the Aquatic Center in Atlanta. Involved in this competition will be Will Thomas, a biological man who goes by the name Leah and is on the women's swim team for Penn State because Thomas has declared himself to be a transgender woman. After Thomas left the men's swimming team to compete against biological women, he started to break all the records for the sport of women's swimming. Thomas is expected to walk away with potentially the the NCAA championship in women's swimming. At a Leadership Institute, writer Matt Walsh with The Daily Wire brought this issue up, and here is his one-minute call to action.
4: We're supposed to abandon all at once the fundamental truth that all of us know and have always known, and we're supposed to do it for no other reason than it will hurt people's feelings if we don't. It'll hurt Leah Thomas's feelings. Of course, his feelings are the only feelings that matter, right, when it comes to the swimming issue. His feelings and the feelings of other trans people, I mean, th- those feelings, for some reason, are supposed to outweigh the feelings of women who don't want their sports destroyed, and their privacy invaded, and their very identities appropriated, and stolen, and cheapened, and feshized, and turned into a Halloween costume. The feelings of a million women are dust when stacked up against the feelings of one gender-confused man. All of reality is dust. Biology, science, truth, all of it is supposed to be thrown out the the window because of one trans person's feelings. Well, I say to that, no. That's what I say. And I urge everyone in this room to say no to this. Don't affirm what you know are lies. Everyone knows it's a lie. Don't cooperate with what you know is wrong. Don't abandon what you know is true. Don't pretend to believe what you don't believe. So it takes a lot of courage in this world, I think, to say no. It's a word that's not said nearly enough. A guy like Leah Thomas has never heard it in his life. Ever. No one's ever told him no. No one's ever sat him down and said, dude, no. This is not happening. (laughs) But he needs to hear it now. All the gender ideologues need to hear it now. All of the liars and frauds trying to push and coerce and shame us into surrendering our common sense. All the cry bullies using emotional blackmail because they have no arguments. Everyone demanding that we pretend to believe what we don't believe. All of them everywhere need to hear it. No.
1: You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. You won't want to miss out on the 1819 News Podcast, where host Brian Dawson gives the state of Alabama a legislative update that includes the good, there's a few, the bad, there's a lot of that, and the ugly.
0: Bad. Grocery, t- grocery tax bill. So grocery tax bill is dying. Bill. So here we are, we've got inflation skyrocketing. Uh, Gas prices out of control. You know, that inflation is causing groceries to be out of control. And so what's one thing you could do to alleviate all of this financial pressure? Because that financial pressure is hitting every Alabamian. What is one thing that every Alabamian buys? Groceries. Right. Um, necessary goods, right? Um I heard Tim James always says, We ain't talking about Budweiser. Uh, we're talking about, you know, meat, poultry, eggs, you know what I mean? Like your your, your potatoes, milk, you know, those things. Those that of things that keep you moving through the day, yeah. that give um, you energy. And and taxing those things. And like we're one of the only states left in the nation that, that is still taxing those things, and it's extremely burdensome on the poor. Yes, it is. Um, and so uh Mike Holmes introduced a bill uh to to get rid of that. I mean, what a beautiful way that you could alleviate this financial pressure that every Alabamian's feeling. Or, and um, but yeah, so grocery tax bill is dying. I would say that's bad.
1: You can find that podcast on the 1819 News website by looking under the podcast tab. And while you're there, you can also find the daily detail or you can go subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend.
0: Alabama.
2: Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama.
0: This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest
1: news and Alabama values.